Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. I'm your host, Rebecca Budd, and I am looking forward to sharing this moment with you. I am delighted and thrilled. My dear friend and poet, Jean-Jacques Fournier, is with me today to share insights on poetry. Jean-Jacques is a native of Montreal and has been living in the eastern townships of Quebec since 2010 with his lovely and wonderful French wife, Marianne. Before returning to Canada, he lived eight years in the south of France. Lucky you, Jean-Jacques. First in Vence, which is situated in the hills of the Alps Maritime overlooking the Mediterranean Sea. Then in Grasse, considered the world's capital of perfume. It sounds marvelous, does it not? Jean-Jacques' poetry expresses the emotional depth and breadth of the human experience. I am pleased to announce his 16th book of poetry has just been published and released, entitled Love by Any Definition, a Collection of Love Poems. He shared a poem from this collection in a recent blog post, The Gift of You. Welcome 2020, a new year and a new decade. Join me as I explore the themes of love through the lens of poetry with Jean-Jacques Fournier. Welcome, Jean-Jacques. I am so glad you're here with us. Thank you, Rebecca. We have known each other for quite a while now, haven't we? Yeah, a few years. I don't. I won't put any numbers to it because every time I put a number to it, it makes me feel older. Enough years that we can talk comfortably between the two of us. Jean-Jacques, poetry I have come late to. And you are one of the ones that have been my inspiration. You started poetry way back when. Is poetry necessary? It's necessary for me. And uh, I suppose people who enjoy uh, the language of poetry. Fortunately, it hangs on to uh, history because it's more than a thousand years old. So it's a difficult question to answer if it's necessary. Personally, I think it is. Otherwise, I wouldn't have spent all these years at it. It's not just an, out of enjoyment. Not very long ago, I read something that, of all people, Robin Williams, you remember the comedian? Talking about poetry, he said, let me quote it exactly. It uh, said, we don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are human. So on that basis, I guess poetry is necessary if it means being human and it becomes more and more difficult to be human in this day and age with all the, the hardships and, and the destruction that's going on all around us. So I guess it's a kind of a parachute, uh, although it, must, it, it veils a lot of, of pain Something that you can you can speak in the language of poetry and be completely open without being embarrassed because you can blame it on on the, the language of poetry. Anyway, that's my answer to you about whether or not it's necessary. Well, I think you've hit the absolute essential parts of poetry because it gives us a language that transcends all the cultural and societies that have come through the ages. What remains is the poetry from ancient times. 
and has relevance now. Absolutely. When you're writing poetry, what you read, you mentioned not too long ago about what you learned in school. And unfortunately, some people are still stuck with that. My own brother-in-law, I'd sent him copies of poems that I'd written years ago, and some of them were kind of humorous and usually to tease him. And he would fire back. He said, well, that's not a real poem. A real poem is no more than 16 lines long, etc. You know, the old school adage to poetry writing. So fortunately, it's long gone from that. And uh, it's still a great way to communicate. That is for me anyway. Well, if people want to get into poetry now and really understand it, how do you think they should approach the whole process? Because if it becomes a research project, it loses its humanity. It's a good question. But what introduces you to poetry doesn't always necessarily lead to becoming interested in it. Uh, look at some of the great writers. Atwood, as an example, started writing poetry. She became famous writing books. I don't know how much fame she got writing poetry, but she never would have achieved what uh, the fame that she has today if she hadn't started writing books. <laughs> Unfortunately, they will never reach that level, the level of a novel, the likes of uh, Margaret Atwood and many others. I think we want stories. That's what poetry is. They're short stories. If you take the time, unless you like these doorstoppers, you don't go through a thousand pages. I started writing a book. That was my goal originally. I started three or four of them, which they're still at the start position. They didn't have the patience for it. And out of the book came short stories that became poems. I am still asked, why don't you write a book? No, don't. I like your poetry. Well, to me, it's more efficient for me. I don't like things that hang for long, long periods. So if you're an impatient person, poetry is the place to go. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about your latest book of poetry. Oh, look, I had two goals in, in mind. I'd written a lot of poetry, a variety, as you well know. Anyway, you've read some of my things. So they're all over the map. <laughs> and anytime I, I listen to people reciting, and some famous actors like Fretzignan that I heard, he gave a, a show and he went all over Europe and all over Canada and the States reciting famous poetry. The love poetry were always the ones that people appreciated. And I'd written quite a few. And I thought, if I published a book on love and poetry, because it's, uh, it's not just, just I love you, I love you. It's both sides of love. A small example is uh, the gift of you. So I thought maybe more people would be interested if they saw poetry of love that might uh, encourage them to pick up the book or to read the blogs that have poetry of love. But I thought maybe they might be more interested in, in uh, paging through a book of uh, love poems. That's what that was the incentive to do it, and encouragement from my wife, of course, Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can tell you, love is the whole idea of humanity. We we seek it, we don't understand it, we have problems with it, 
We are euphoric with love. And as you said, there are several sides to love. It's not just, I love you, I love you, I love you. It's a banquet of emotional ideas. Yes, banquet is well put. It's safe to do it that way. The packaging of it, which is Marianne's responsibility, if it has anything to say, it should succeed in having people read about love and all the facets of love. The packaging is beautiful. Just, it's exquisite. Which shows that we are creative. That's the whole point of humanity. We all think, oh, we're not as creative. Oh, we can't do that. But there's creativity in everything we do and everything we read, everything we say. It's important to be creative in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. And given the platform, is to try and take advantage of it, which we don't always do. It took me a long time. I started writing in the days when the only way you could communicate was with letters because you didn't have uh, the internet, you didn't, computers didn't exist. I remember being out at sea, I was, what, 17, 18, and coming back uh, to uh, Esquimalt, having mail waiting for me, wishing me a happy birthday. So I, my, my writing started about there. It's been a long time, and I didn't publish a book until 2007. And I'd had, uh, by then, at least a thousand poems written. I got encouraged in Vance at that time by a, a very famous sculptor, a Canadian, an expatriate Canadian, Jim Ritchie, who kept saying, you, you have to publish. And then Marianne got on it as well, and the first book came out in 2007. And then it just, uh, you know, every year since. That tells me you are a true poet because you wrote without any expectation of being published. No, that was not the prime purpose. You thought about it, but you never thought that you were good enough. And I still have my doubts there, too. <laughs> I don't know too many artists that are ever completely sure, no matter how successful they are, how good they are. I don't see myself as an artist. I see myself as a scribbler. <laughs> I remember reading the quote by Bonet, who said at the end of his life, I have accomplished nothing that... We need the external validation, absolutely, but it's the internal validation that is most important to us of what we've done. But even, even getting that validation, you always have doubt. Having that doubt kind of inbred pushes you to keep going at it, hoping that, hey, I'm going to get through this thing and I'm going to succeed. Because the minute you think that you're good, I think that's when you stop being productive. Oh, how well said. I haven't reached that, and I, I don't think I ever will. If I had more talent, maybe I would, but I, I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm happy that people are recognizing something in it that pleases them. Why else do it? Why else do it? I really appreciate our conversations and our writing and discussions in the blogs. I think that you create a space that allows people to understand life in a, in a different way. And that is why I look forward to every one of your posts. For listeners, please go and see ttoasttrivia.com. I've got all the information on how to reach Jean-Jacques. You will love the conversations. You will love the poetry. You will feel a kindred spirit when you do. 
And thank you, Jean-Jacques, for sharing your thoughts on Tea Toast Trivia. Would you come back? Absolutely. I thank you for inviting me. I think that poetry has a better understanding when we talk to the poet himself. And uh, you have given me so much encouragement over these years that we've known him. And I'm not putting a, a time on it either because <laughs> I, I can't think, I can't remember. It's like we've always known each other. I think that's what it is. So thank yeah. you so much. You do reach that level and, uh, and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I am too. And remember, love by any definition is where we need to be today. Until next time. Thank you for listening in and joining the conversation on teatoasttrivia.com. Safe travels, my dear friends, wherever your adventures take you.